basically we're turning into a future where we're all gonna look like uh wally i love that we all collectively watched wally and we're like let's keep doing what we're doing <laughs> the ai art situation that i implore people to think about let's read the terms of service those hentai <laughs> people are like you say what now oh my oh god boy <laughs> i'm just gonna make for the rest of the day We are back for spicy time episode four, babies. It is me, Sierra Shares. And it is I, Jesus. Jesus over here, like, <laughs> feel himself Jump in the intro. Let me, let me, I would, let me, I'm riding, let me I'm riding the pony. Okay. My, my summon, <laughs> it's a little summon too early. <laughs> the spirit of genuine. <laughs> There was three ghosts that visited him during Christmas. One was the spirit of Genua. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who would the man. other two be? Oh, I, mm. I'm getting Snoop Dogg vibes. Probably. Spirit, spirit of Christmas. Spirit of Christmas the, uh, present. I feel like the spirit of Christmas past would be Snoop Dogg. Genua. Yeah, because, you know, he would take you back to the past and be like, Yo, it's Snoop D-O-double-G. You know, back in the day when we smoked them blunts, G, and, and then he'd puff the smoke and then you go into the past. I'm going to make the argument that Snoop Dogg is actually all three spirits because denying that man being in... I don't know if he's in his prime right now, but you go to the grocery store and you can buy wine with his face on it with a little Snoop Dogg hat. I have many of these hats in my kitchen. I do remember the Snoop Dogg wine. I didn't know they came with a little hat. Okay. Intermission. Be right back. I'm grabbing these. <laughs> Chad, did she just expose herself? Is drinking way too much Snoop Dogg wine? Are you trying to make me sound like a wine? So I walk away for two seconds and you're like, Sierra Sierra drinks too much wine. Um, I just said you, you like Snoop Dogg. That's all I say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not sponsored, but like. Oh, it does go a little... I guess I'd never buy it around... Well, I don't buy it at this all. This is the but. first winter they're doing it. And you know what? Maybe I'm a basic bitch. Because I see this and I'm like, we're not getting other wine. We're just getting this wine in all of the different kinds so I can collect all of the different hats. Because guess what? Snoop Dogg has one. Martha Stewart has one. I might actually have to go to the store tonight I'm and try to see if not they have a, it. not a promo if you hear this snoop if you hear this martha or anyone from 19 crimes send your girl a bottle blink wonk blink wonk i don't I'm know doing if they puppy have dog hats for you collect. <laughs> i need more hats to collect how if you just start putting hats on all of the wine it's done for me I can't wait to wish Squishables or Squishmallows wine collab. I literally was about to say that. I was about to say, I can't wait till Squishmallows starts being on wine. Number one collab right here. 30% royalties. I'm claiming I'm an innovator. I'm an entrepreneur. Let's talk. Kendall Jenner. I know you make whiskey or something now or whatever the frick you make but uh tequila tequila there we go <laughs> she had to appropriate a culture sign sign with squishmallows right now <laughs> oh sh okay yeah please do that and give me 30 percent royalties thank you <laughs> that would be crazy you just started seeing squishmallows in a liquor store how serious do we want to get this week because i actually have a lot of thoughts locked and loaded but i mean as serious as you i really besides for your tweet i really there's not much crazy shit that happened this week i like that um, my tweet qualifies as the crazy shit that's happened this week well because it it I, i've on your little break from twitter that's all that was talked about too was the ai stuff and artist AI has taken a huge leap in a very short period of time, or at least that's what it feels like. So I know the mainstream has been seeing a lot about AI art 
This is a lot of how people are interacting with it. A lot of everyday people just feel like it's another photo app. It's another filter. We've kind of been going down this path, but it's become so much more powerful than say like the prequel app cartoon filter of a couple mm -hmm. months ago. And it's also become more profitable. But the real reason I feel like artists fear slash hate AI is because there are zero social safety nets to guarantee any sort of standard of living. And I'm a designer. I am an artist, though I don't make my income like producing art in the same way like a commission artist would. Mm. But, but imagine spending your whole life dedicating your time to learning a craft, developing a style, learning the marketing skills to be able to actually make a living and pay your bills and feed yourself as an artist, then all of a sudden, everyone's tweeting about how, hey, I paid $8 and I can produce hundreds of these highly crafted pieces of art for ease of ease of words. I'm going to call it art rather than just like images, but maybe we'll call it images. Anyway, AI images that would take an artist days to complete, like maybe one of those pieces. They can have hundreds of those. Mm -hmm. Instantly. It's not just the artists being replaced, though. All this week, I've been seeing AI coding widgets for stream overlays. There is a streamer named Mr. Boost. Here we are. I saved it. Basically, what I want is a looper of my socials for my stream. Let's just say I haven't the slightest idea how to code that. So I literally just tell it exactly what I want it to do. So we'll come up here, we'll just copy this, it's all done. We'll throw that JavaScript code in and hit done. So I will, I will say this is not chat GPD, this is not Linza or OpenAI or any of the other art apps. This is Codex JavaScript Sandbox. This is one that I've not really seen talked about in the mainstream this week, but seeing this I think it's a game changer for me personally. All you have to do is provide images and tell tell the AI what you want and it will code it. And so he produced each video element prior, but the fact that you no longer have to spend time putting that together in Premiere or After Effects or whatever, spending the time to export, you can just say, "Hey, make this for me." You don't know have to you don't have to know how to code and you just put that in. That is bananas. So I've been seeing that kind of stuff all week. That like does that shut down like visuals by impulse and sites like that that make widgets for people? Or will they just adapt Potentially. the AI model? As a designer, so what I'm seeing is you still have to provide it with the image, but you could say like craft me a pillbox shape element that says at Sierra shares with the Twitch logo in this hex color. And you, I assume you could iterate on it. I'm glad I went back. I plan on playing with it. I know a lot of people are feeling very viscerally against AI. It's one of those things where it's the tech. It's how we use it. It's how we train it. We have to be the ones to decide to be ethical, mm -hmm. but, but that's why I want to get back Back to like the bigger root of this, um, technology is evolving extremely rapidly and laws are notoriously slow at catching up. Hello, DMCA circa 1998, not been updated, yet this is how we are managing the internet. I just really urge everyone use a little bit of empathy when taking a look at like the bigger picture here. There's a lot of people like tech bros who really have no value for art or in my opinion anything beyond making money so they don't see like the ethical issue in this but when there's no social safety nets and in our capitalist society we're just pushing through with these technological advances again with no protections people are just going to get chewed up and spit out more and more people are going to find themselves losing their jobs because ai is very quickly replacing 
high paying, highly trained jobs. Mm-hmm. I've felt relatively safe as a designer, but knowing that AI, like I literally could build my templates and tell the AI, like replace this smart object with this file and just have it do it. We're going to see a lot of business become AI driven in the next couple of years because their businesses driving motivation is profit. And if you've ever talked to anyone who owns a business, they will tell you that labor is the most expensive thing. So if they can cut labor, increase efficiency, and increase profits, with AI, they're going to do that. But with no social safety nets, we're going to see a ton of people out of work, very few people working, um, and a push towards, I guess, just keeping everyone in like servitude roles like fast food and things like that, Uber, Lyft, until those become automated as well. Those will take a lot longer just because of automated driving issues, but like they're going to happen. I know that this is long-winded and a little bit rambly, but like I truly believe our society doesn't respect anyone who isn't making money with their time. What's, What's a hobby anymore? Only rich people can afford to have a hobby. Otherwise, it's a side hustle. And you're trying Mm. to figure out other things that you can monetize. But like when AI is doing everything, what is what will the humans be doing? If we have social safety nets, you actually can spend the time doing things that you enjoy. And artists can continue doing art because they love it because that's what they feel drawn to do. Um, We're going to have to face these realities sooner. Yeah. And I just hope that people stop bootlicking like tech oligarchs because it really is just we're we're creating another system that is only going to serve people like elon musk or other tech billionaires who hire the people that can actually like work the ai yeah the coders the the people that own the coders Mm -hmm. and or the people that own the the power sources the servers yeah Yeah, the servers it's going to become yeah Tech oligarchy. (laughs) Immediately the side hustlers. I just happen to be scrolling on my YouTube and every time there's a new sort of advancement coming up, there's always do this to make this many dollars a day. And Mm -hmm. I happen to scroll past a video that was like how to make a hundred dollars a day using AI art. I would, I just didn't, I didn't want to click on it. I was like, eh, there's definitely some moral issues there. So what, what whatever you're recommending is probably <laughs> not ethical. I'm I'm just not gonna watch that video. But I I'm sure if I were to look up how to make money using AI art, there's probably thousands of people that already jumped on that bandwagon on YouTube that are using it as a side hustle. Mm-hmm. And you know, AI is a tool. I think as an artist, you can use AI as a starting point, and it be ethical. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say they use it to help create backgrounds and then they go and clean things up because let's be real, looking at AI art, most of it is not great. But if you're listening to this and wondering like what the ethical dilemma is here, it's that there is no consent required. That The AI learns by scouring the internet and collecting data mm-hmm. and learning from that, but there is no consent option to opt in. Uh, recently deviant art came out and was like, we're doing the good thing, guys. We're allowing you to consent to opt in. However, instead of it being, you need to consent to opt in, it's you are automatically opted in and you have to choose to opt out. What happens to artists that are dead and no longer can choose to opt out, but all their arts up on deviant art, this is happening with very prolific artists. And I forget the name, but there was a, prolific, I believe Japanese artist with a very unique sketch style who recently passed and AI bros were celebrating because, okay, great. Now he can't sue as easily. Like his family can choose to sue, but it's like we can have access to his, his pieces and get away with copying them. Yeah. I think I saw, it's I, just I, so definitely, raw. <laughs> I definitely don't know the name of the artist, but I think I did see the art piece. And people are like, oh, yeah, now AI can, we can use AI to try and, like, recreate that. Mm-hmm. And people I are mean, like, oh, it's it's fine. You, like, if you want your painting in the style of Van Gogh, like, and it's like, 
I guess, but I still even have issues with that. Even with someone who's been long gone, people trying to argue that you can't copyright a style, but it's like, okay, bitch, you try and paint like Van Gogh. <laughs> like you, you try, like it takes time. If you can actually mm -hmm. put the time into the craft to get the same output, good for you. Like good for you. Go for it. As long as you're not trying to sell your work as Van Gogh's. You're like, this is my work. This is the style I choose in. I'm inspired by Van Gogh, obviously, but like, this is my work. That's fine. But trying to be just like, oh, yeah, well, you can't copyright a style. So I can just like disregard the fact that you've spent all this time honing your craft, especially because like a big part of becoming an artist that can make a living is about developing a personal style that sets you apart from everyone else that makes you more sought after like that's the biggest thing that separates just I don't want to use the word amateur but like entry-level artists and artists who are actually prolific and making a living and well-known I mean this AI will definitely help people cut corners and it basically takes the skill out of skilled labor it, it makes mm -hmm. it all these years that someone else went to learning something now someone can just come up and put in a few words and it makes it and it's like oh well do we actually need skilled people granted now we still do because ai is not that crazy but like how far do we push it until it learns how to mm -hmm. how to do something like that yeah no and the fact that it keeps scouring so like the more things that people put out on the internet like the more you're just teaching i saw a tiktok it's like you can't be mad at the miracle machine for the fact that it can perform miracles it's just the fact that we know that there are people out there who are going to use this to their own benefit and our current society is structured, again, in a way to totally chew up and discard anyone who is not producing money, either in a high level or in specific ways in a structured economy to benefit someone else. Like, if you can't be exploited, they, you have to make way more money for people to respect you. I say this as a small business owner. I mean, they're all correct points. Well, it's like the it's like the iRobot effect. You know, when people first started making robots, there were a lot of people scared that, oh, robots could pretty much become sentient and do their own thing. We, we were, we're advancing robots too much. Like the uh, that one lab that makes the robot dog and they had it dancing and whatnot. It's like, oh, okay. Because their their biggest thing was producing these robots that could pretty much Boston do, Dynamics. Yeah, that could pretty much do like everyday life things for us. And then a lot of people were like, okay, if they can do it for us, and they can just replace us. And I mean, now we have a uh, we have robot butlers in hotels. We have we have mm -hmm. robots that serve other things. We have like robots that cook inside of machines. And now it's it, we have robots doing everything. And now. We're advancing AI. Mm -hmm. So when when do AI and robots cross over? Now we're getting into old Terminator situation. And I'm sorry. I know that's a fear for a lot of people is a Terminator situation, the whole Skynet. That brings up the, the other part. I was totally going to space out on this. The other part when it comes to the AI art situation that I implore people to think about is read the terms of service of these apps. Remember when people were freaking out about iPhone introducing Face ID because now they have your biometrics and now they have your face. And so if you have things protected by your face, they have your face. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? These apps have your face and they say in the terms of service, we are allowed to store and sell your biometric data. So not only are you entering yourself into the pool to teach AI how to better interpret human faces, um, teaching it preferences on beauty. You are giving them your face and your biometric data. If you don't trust Apple with your biometric data, I'm sorry, why would you trust a random Chinese- Owned app. <laughs> owned app with your facial data? I know a lot of people are like, eh, my data's already out there. I'm not doing anything too bad. But it's like, you're a good person. 
you're you may not be thinking evil enough <laughs> of like what can be done with large collections of that data like at best it's going to be used for extremely micro targeted ads and if they can scan your face and figure out what facial features you have that defect from the norm all this got the big nose Let's start telling her she has a big nose, rhinoplasty abs at mm-hmm. or rhinoplasty ads, at home solutions, things that you can do, gua sha rollers, just everything. All of a sudden, you're gonna become hyper aware and fixate on those features because they are telling you, hey, we scanned your face and you don't fit these standards. Again, that is at best one of the outcomes that I see from like the mass collection of facial data mm-hmm. at best. I don't want to think about it worst. Damn, I, was, I, I almost asked it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so what's that? No, we don't have to get into that, but <laughs> human bioengineering. I, mean, I was going to say at worst is we're just, we're cloning people and, yeah. Now, now you're you're walking down the street, you're at Target, and you're like, wait a minute, that person looks like me. And we already know that TikTok uses this biometric data to suppress certain minority groups. Mm-hmm. If you are too melanated, good luck being seen on TikTok. Obviously, I'm white, but I like follow a lot. Oh, God, I'm, I'm going to be that person. I follow a lot of creators of color, but it's like, I, we all know that that's an issue. I mean, you actually I, have to if you want to see them, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's like I follow a lot of creators of color. I'm on that side of TikTok. So I see a lot of these issues being brought up and presented and the data and experiments that various creators have run. Um, this one creator, I'm spacing on her name, but she basically whitefish the app every wednesday she decided every wednesday i'm gonna make myself look really light skin put in blue contacts and a blonde wig and see if my tiktoks perform better that's wild believe it or not every wednesday boom big noticeable spike in views and engagement because she was no longer being suppressed by the visual algorithm. And where do the algorithms learn these preferences? It's from racist people in tech. So we we need to continue demanding diversity and inclusion in tech because these... God, we, we know by looking at Silicon Valley that that's just like a hotbed of rich fascist, correct? I feel like that's not arguable i feel like that's just a fact you can argue Mm. with me in the comments if you'd like um so it's like no wonder these algorithms have those same prejudices it's because the people that are programming them have those prejudices and it's something that we also need to look at um ai art has a preference for white people i saw many people of color talking about how they would put their pictures in and half the time it would spit them out as white just mm. because the AI thinks that this is a prettier picture that you are going to like more, even though it's not accurate to you. At this point, I'm just boomeranting about mm. the problems I mean, with AI. <laughs> Again, I, mean, I hope this is all coherent thought and not me just like the, my rambling on the corner. <laughs> the, my, the minority issue has been in tech all across the board and AI is just further showing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not something new. Common biases, even with something that could potentially market even more specifically to people. So, mm-hmm. no, um, and I, I say that like Silicon Valley tech has a lot of. You really see the issues where if you're not hustle grind setting, making well over six figures, they people who work in tech like don't respect you just because that's the culture. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's this incredibly toxic microcosm that is leading the cultural revolution. So I, I just want the average person to 
One, be aware. Two, give a sh**. And three, like, try to be proactive on a legal level about these things. We need to get young people in politics across the board. As much as I do think that there is wisdom that comes with age, I do think that many of the people represented in U.S. politics don't know how to work a smartphone, for one, much less social media, much less the nuances of AI chat. They're not going home and messing with these things and, like, exploring you sure? These new technologies. I, I really don't. Trump doesn't go home, it. puts on his <laughs> Oculus Rift, and, you know, goes on VR chat. I'm like, he might use a, <laughs> use it for something. But VR, VR chat. <laughs> VR chat. <laughs> VR Among Us. He likes to oh, scare the be, little kids. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> God, as I know I said I don't want... <laughs> A VR headset, but I want to play VR Among Us so freaking bad. <laughs> it's it's as much as it's aligned with Meta and all of that. It's I recently just updated mine. I I started using it for Beat Saber, and I was like, "Gosh, this is just such a much as I don't need to say this wonderful device." Sometimes that's what I hate about these conversations or like these kinds of issues <laughs> is it's not the tech that's the issue. It's how we implement the tech, mm. kind of like how crypto, like the blockchain isn't the issue. Like people, a lot of people's biggest issues with crypto, other than the scammers, is the fact that it has an environmental impact on certain blockchains that's higher than others. But that really comes down to how we create our power that causes the issue. If we actually had like renewable energy sources like solar all of those complaints become null and void. So it's like, let's have an actual conversation about these issues, be proactive. If we know like, hey, this tech is going to be better in the long run, like not try and fight the tech, but rather fight to fix the power issues. Let's make society better. <laughs> there's yeah. gonna be there's gonna be so many people who are just anti-AI. There are people who just consider that like transhumanist. Well, it's like, hey, buddy, we already have a lot of tech that's transhumanist. If you use a cell phone, like, that's transhumanist. For those that don't know what transhumanist is, it just means, like, using technology to enhance your abilities as a human. So, like, any form of tool is technically transhumanist. Okay, I was going to say, isn't that most things? It is most things. It's, it is most things. Transhumanist is like a very scary word, especially with how uh, politically triggering the word trans is mm -hmm. in the zeitgeist right now. It's like hearing transhumanists like, oh, they want to be robots. They're they're going to eat our children like conspiracy theory. People like go on hinge just hearing that word. It's like I've watched about it and learned it's like it literally is just tools. Am I pro augmentation? Like in cyberpunk? No. Do I think that there are benefits to having some of these tools? Like, yes. It is going to become a line. Sorry, but we're no longer homo sapiens. And I think there are people who accept that fact and accept science and evolution. And there are people who don't, who think that th this version of the meatbag is optimal because of god or whatever and deny the existence of anything before or after like what we are right now essentially i mean like people who think not. <laughs> <laughs> like people who thought that uh dinosaur bones were placed by god as a test to true belief were you ever told about that? I I was in such a uh, science-based lifetime that I actually did not hear that. I mean, I learned about that in science class. Our no. science teacher was like, yeah, there are people who think that bones were put in the ground as a test of their religion. And again, this goes back to what we talked about in the last episode, religion and mental gymnastics. Like you can literally make yourself believe anything like 
I must visual, I must deny my visual belief in these bones. I must believe that they have somehow been placed here by the devil to trick me out of my faith. I don't know. I feel like there'd be better use of power than putting bones into the giant bones into the ground. To test your <laughs> faith specifically, Johnny. God wants to make sure you believe, so he put those bones in the ground. A, a higher power can do all things, but, you know, just to f*** with people. Hey, guys, let's let's put bones in the ground to test mm-hmm. them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, can, I can walk on water, turn water to wine, and put bones in the ground. <laughs> that'll that'll f- <laughs> my part my party tricks. <laughs> there is a few thing AI. Basically, we're turning into a future where we're all gonna look like a uh, Wally, and we're all gonna be on one ship in a chair. I, I love that we all watched. I love that we all collectively watched Wally, and we're like, let's keep doing what we're doing. Were you Wally? were you were you forced to watch Wally? No. Okay. I so there was there was two times that I've seen Wally. The first time for free cuz you know it was a movie. I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. Let me check it out." The second time my college had like a mandated like freshman class movie viewing and it was for Wally, Wally? for like environmental impact sake and all that. But I was like, "Dang, they really forced they forced us to watch this movie." Is Wally triggering to the Republicans? I'm sure it is. But <laughs> I mean, it shows people exorbitantly bigger than they would be if they actually did their own work. So living in spacecraft. Yeah. I saw Wally when I was in middle school. And honestly, I don't know if it by itself was radicalizing for me, but. I used to really enjoy the concept of space travel and colonization. After Wally, I still enjoy the concept of space travel and exploration. I am so anti-colonization. I know that a lot of people disagree with me on this. I've gotten many arguments about this. Our planet is more than abundant enough for everyone even at 8 billion people on the planet to live and thrive here. Yet we continue to pollute it and overproduce and overconsume to the point of destruction where most people will die. Many people will die trying to get to space and trying to colonize other planets. But essentially we are just allowing rich people an escape pod and like a second chance. Because they're the ones who are going to get to decide who gets to go in these space programs. Who do you think they're going to send? Not people. Like, you're going to have to be extremely physically fit and meet, like, very intense criteria to be sent to space. Um, yeah. I just think we shouldn't throw away our planet. There is no planet B. Our planet is optimized to support us as long as we are treating it properly. And we would spend so much more time and resources and just continue death and destruction trying to colonize another planet. And I don't think we have enough foresight to think about how that may have farther impact in the future as well, like changing the mass of these objects in space can potentially like depending on people trying to colonize the moon or Mars, like to what extent changing the atmosphere, like, are you going to affect the rotation? There's just so many unknowns as smart as some people are. I think that there are are a lot of unknowns out there. Okay. I don't, I don't think about colonizing other planets much. From what I know, I just see in movies. And granted, there are the friendlier space travel movies that are like, oh, we're going to take the entire human race with us and put everyone in cryogenic sleep and send out multiple ships throughout the throughout space like Star Trek likes to do and things like Everybody that. Everybody lives. Um, <laughs> Utopia. <laughs> no, granted, I, I know everyone should know that's an impossibility to have that many people moving off a planet. And we all know... Only the elite are going to 
or the the elites are going to be able to I said that in air quotes for the listeners are going to be able to uh actually be allowed any movement off a planet or those that can afford or have their life savings used up to try and get on one SpaceX flight to wherever mm-hmm. we would move to next and unfortunately the majority of that elite right now are those stuck in old ways that who's to say we even change anything we'd get there do the same things destroy that planet and then what next and that's my issue with space colonization it's like if if you're not fixing the behaviors that are causing the problems you are going to keep causing these problems we're not worthy of (laughs) expanding out further some people are like some people believe it's humans jobs like as a species to colonize space I think you are thinking way too highly of of the species because that seems like our responsibility as homo sapiens is to colonize space. I've heard this argument. I've told you I've had these conversations a lot and Mm -hmm. I disagree. There's a whole lot of ego involved in thinking that you get to decide if you reproduce and evolve and segment, like segment, they're like, oh yeah, it's part of a responsibility. It's only natural if some people remain homo sapiens and others, you know, branch off and create new species. And it's like, is that our job to accelerate that process? Like, yes. I mean, I just talked about how evolution, like we're going to eventually not be homo sapiens, but it's like, is it our job to fraction like fraction off our existing society and accelerate that? So, some think yes, I disagree. But those are oh, also the ones who are like, oh yeah, rich people should totally be able to pay to genetically modify their babies and yeah, that that's fine. <laughs> there's no man. I wouldn't say there's any manual to human life, so I wouldn't say that's our job. Like Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's not like we came out, we were born, it's like all right, your lifetime, you got to figure out how to colonize space, and that's your job. Like, mm-hmm. no, like, I just wanted to see what life's about, you know? If I'm a trade mechanic, I'm a trade mechanic. I didn't know now I have to be a spaceship mechanic, but... Well, it's also, like, it's, again, very arrogant and egocentric, narcissistic to think that we're right just because we're doing it. Jesus knows this. I'm I'm very fascinated with octopi. I think octopi are so intelligent and advanced. They're little escape artists. They can change texture and color. I will I will just say this real quick. You have to be careful with that sentence. <laughs> I'm just admiring the octopi for no weird reasons. I just find them. (laughs) Those hentai people are like, you say what now? They're like, yeah, Sierra. (laughs) It's about time you came out about that tentacle stuff, Sierra. It's not about the tentacle stuff. It's not about the tentacle stuff. I just think that they are way more intelligent than we give them credit for. And like, why do we think that we, just because we've created a system of like exploiting people or like money, like, why do we think that we are... Why do we think we are doing things properly? Damn, that's crazy. We really do fuck around on a planet full of other things, and we're just like, yeah, if we destroy it, sorry. Chief. Exactly. It's like <laughs> sorry, the millions Chief. of other creatures that have been managing to live in relative peace in the ecosystem. You know, there is the cycle of life. They eat each other. Whatever. We live, we die. Live people eat dead mushrooms, dead mushrooms, or... Yeah, live people eat dead mushrooms. Live mushrooms eat dead people. All that beautiful stuff. Octopi aren't out here like, I need to colonize space because we're doing things correctly. The elephants aren't like, not it's us. Like, we're out here living correctly. But for some reason, like, we think just because we have been the top aggressor on the planet that we deserve to continue this bullshit elsewhere. And that's why I don't believe in space exploration. I think it's very narcissistic. Wow, we really, those that leave really are about to leave, <laughs> leave the rest of the planet. No, okay, so while we're sitting here talking about things, it's like, okay, 
you know, if we don't have humans physically fit enough to actually survive space exploration, they are weirdly obsessed with their own genes. They can afford to genetically modify their kids to be fit for space exploration. We may see a trend of rich people forcing their kids to be astronauts or space explorers. And, you know, oh, they're, they're superhuman. They have modified DNA. They're built for it. And then it literally will be Jeff Bezos's grandkids. Mm-hmm. Three generations of genetic modification built to survive the gravity of Mars or whatever. Mm. Like, we don't know. That's the thing. And if we just say, like, yeah, you have enough money, you've unlocked God mode, like, literally, go for it. That's that's just what's dangerous about where we're currently at, and especially with where tech has reached. And that was the point of my tweet, just, like, begging people to think of each other, to realize, like, we need to get laws on the books for protections. Universal basic income needs to be a thing. Otherwise, we're going to see millions of people homeless or at best relegated to everyone's an Uber driver all of a sudden until there's too many people in the gig economy. And then what happens then? Like, I don't know. And I mean, <clears throat> speaking of AI and, and robots and the cliffhanger we left last time. Yes. We have California drones. So we, we do need to actually follow up with that. They had passed it when we had brought it up at the end of last episode. They have since repealed it. Okay, they did he, repeal it. That was good. They did. So San Francisco had voted to allow police drones to use lethal force. And... In optimal situations, this would just be in an unfortunate and rare school shooting where the police don't feel brave enough to actually go and do their job and protect people. Let's send in the police drone to do what the people are too afraid to do because, like, the police drone isn't going to fear getting hurt the same Mm. way that a person is. And obviously we don't want people getting hurt, but, like, If you're going to sign up to be a cop, you need to actually, like, do your job. Um, However, writing these laws and giving open approval to use lethal force is obviously a very dangerous thing, especially having these Boston Dynamics dogs equipped with weapons on the police force just out and about, like, able to use lethal force. Um, I would say it also depends what we program as lethal use. Positive use of lethal force because sometimes our own police don't even know when to use lethal force. Exactly. So it's like, and again, this could be another problem with AI. If we use AI to train these police bots, which I'm sure we will, if they're fucking racist and see someone too dark and they just start firing bullets, like that's a worst case scenario thing that would be even worse than what we're in now. Like, but no, San Francisco reverses plan to allow police rob- robots to... I will read this again. San Francisco reverses plan to allow police robots to kill suspects. The city supervisors reversed the controversial policy following outcry from citizens and advocacy groups. They've sent the issue back to a committee for further review, according to The Verge. But yes, apparently it was voted to allow police to kill suspects with remote-controlled robots. It's it's literally the word suspects that gets me because that's not the confirmed person. So yep, everyone could be a suspect. Be someone innocent. Like you hear all the time, they they got the suspect. Then years later, like oh, that wasn't the actual person. Now we Mm -hmm. have the just because it was a guy with a hoodie up that makes every guy with a hoodie up a suspect. So Mm -hmm. do we just eliminate every guy wearing a hoodie that day? Or everyone who doesn't pass the color check, like the shade check. It's like, it's, oh gosh, my brain. (laughs) Kesis, you're like, Sierra, I I don't think about these things. They they, they literally just come to me. That's the point of a podcast. (laughs) What's what's bad about the AI face thing? Um, Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. AI face thing. You you send Linza your face, haha, you get your cute little picture, great. That information can be sold to the police 
all of a sudden they've decided you've been saying too much uh, leftist shit on Twitter. Hey, AI police dog, look for this face. Oh, shoot. You were suspected of evading the police. Oh, no, we can use lethal force. And all of a sudden, you're no longer a problem saying leftist things on Twitter because, oh, no, there was just an accidental police dog shooting and they will be missed. The journalist in Qatar, one of like the head journalists, I need to look this up so I can get the name correct, but World Cup happening in Qatar this week. Grant Wall, American journalist Grant Wall dies after collapsing at Qatar World Cup. R.I.P. Grant. Mm-hmm. Apparently he was detained and then mysteriously dies after wearing a pride pin in Qatar that is notoriously against non-heteros. Okay, let's see. Now now I'm getting the full story here. Before, That's- I would just see things like he died mysteriously, suspect a heart attack. I didn't know he was detained first, though. So detained in their care for like 45 minutes and then, oh, he's passed. But after he had been wearing a pride pin. It very it could be a random heart attack, but it also feels very suspect. The, the The larger point of bringing that up is just like if you just do things that whoever controls the police dogs or the drones doesn't like, having your biometrics on on hand is going to make it a lot easier to to uh, quell any thoughts they don't like or any spread of information they don't like. Dang. And when I say when I say they. I mean, rich people, mm-hmm. not not Jewish people. Let's make that very clear. Uh, since I know we've been talking a lot about Kanye uh, this week. No, Jewish people, you're safe. Or this Don't month. Worry. Yeah, Jewish people, you're safe. We're, we're not targeting you. <laughs> it's just oh, like such goodness. a delicate thing. It's like some people want, want, want to hear Jewish people. And it's like, no, I'm just talking about billionaires. They're not the same thing. Don't get it twisted. I mean... I mean, now that you brought up how your obsession for Octopi, now I think a lot of people are going to want to hear something else, but... Hentai? We all, we all want to know what? if you're into hentai, Sierra. We all want to know. <laughs> so what's your, type, what's your favorite type of hentai? What? Huh? What's going on with police drama? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is like, let's, let's compare notes. Let's compare titles. Uh, how, how, Jesus how, Christ. What? How big are the tentacles you prefer? What? I can't. We're not going down this path. <laughs> no, nah, but definitely one of my favorites is like, uh, how much does your little sister enjoy the octopi? Or what? It's a nice, uh, it's a nice, nice Sunday. Lord's Day. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> for all the for all the listeners, we record on Sunday. I think that makes things. I don't know if it even makes better. It <laughs> better. I think we're doing good work, and I think God's like, yeah, you're saying good things. You're allowed to say it on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I listen. I bones in the ground for so many years. I think you guys are allowed to mm-hmm. say what you say on a Sunday. I don't know how this one's gonna go. We might be attacked by a lot of religious people this one around, and that's my fault, maybe. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm I'm not gonna fuck with the AI art. Show. Because I've, if I was rich, I would commission all of the artists. I think I've told you this before. Everything would be custom. I love just paying artists. I, I, love, I love, I love, <laughs> I love a lot of custom too. I there's there's like two sides of the spectrum for me. Like I I'm with the artists majorly. I'm like I get it. Like this is what you do, and to have like this app create fifty avatars based on other people's work. That's trash. At the same time, I'm like, I, I would want to pay 300 or so dollars or how much you charge for an avatar, but I'm also poor. So it's kind of cool that I just send pictures to this app and it creates the avatars. And I've seen a lot of people's. They're not bad looking avatars. Granted, some are ugly as hell, but that's not your fault. That's the AI's fault because it doesn't know how to do eyes perfectly. But a lot of people don't know how to do eyes perfectly. Relax. He, he's just breathe. But. I'm just like, I would rather, yes, I would rather pay how much it cost for my friends to make me something. But I'm also like, I barely, I, I barely make enough to eat food. So 
this that's app is providing it for eight dollars it's gonna there's okay. there's a big difference between eight dollars and three hundred dollars unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately there is and so i i also get that it's like for people that are just trying to get by make their content do it <laughs> without paying people like you no longer have to pay someone to make youtube thumbnails ai generated you don't have to like hardly have a brain cell you don't need two brain cells to rub together it's better if you do but like you can just put in prompts for youtube videos and it will spit things out based on similar well-performing youtube videos you literally could be like write script about starbucks coffee in the style of mr beast budget ten thousand dollars like i don't know i, I kind of do want to pull that up after this um and see what what comes up but it will write you a script if you're like write me i don't know if you could say 20 minutes of content again i need to push the limits of this stuff but mm. for for our episode last week i had all of our topics and our proposed notes and stuff and i'm like Produce me a list of top ranking SEO tags for these topics. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, if I don't like those, I can do it again. Produce me SEO optimized titles. And it, I didn't end up going with any of the ones that it proposed, but I saw like, okay, different structures that we could do that might work better mm. in the future. Yeah. And then you sent that video about the guy getting approached by the rando in the mall he's like you want some booth time and he's like sure but we're gonna have an ai mix and master it he gets on he spits some like garbo bars just very basic very 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 yeah. basic bars very basic bars i won't say garbo bars mix and mastered by the ai and it's like oh sh you're a soundcloud rapper now yeah no what like there that that same tiktok that person, he has a very early on video of him actually just saying garbo, like actually just saying words that were just garbo bars that barely rhymed. And he put in his like AI and it gave him the auto tune. It gave him a little uh, vocal flair and then wrote the, like put it all together in like the music. And it actually sounded like it, was, it still sounded like it was belonged on SoundCloud, but it, it was decent enough to listen to. It was good enough for you to be a SoundCloud rapper that maybe has, like, a, a small following. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's... AI, literally every day, something you might new in AI amazes me. You might see me dropping an AI song. Sierra and Keys' collab on an AI song coming <laughs> sound soon like, sound like on TTS the Patreon. Rev. <laughs> Please! In your city riding real, real slow. No. Um, is that how he does? Is that how he does it? TTS rap. Is that how you do it? Have you been on the AI bandwagon for mixing and mastering before everyone else? Who knows? But that widget thing, that actually blows Fire. my mind. That blows my mind. I'm like, wait a minute. I just put in a prompt for a widget I want and it gives it to me. Again, hmm. if you if you already have those image assets he already had each little video snippet so oh, okay. but still you have but in the future image. in the future I could just... oh you might be able to now i'm like i'm very uh, interested in playing and just seeing like what can be done well, like like a, a nice little fancy like rotating socials widget on a rocket ship going to mars every time someone's up no i'm kidding <laughs> but if it could do it it might be able to that'd be something different sierra would get yeah. you know a nice little uh subscriber widget where an octopus tentacle comes out from the bottom of the screen grabs the name pulls them down and says oh well so you know something like that <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love that. I hope you guys have been loving this. But that's the other problem with AI. Some of these apps say, you know, we don't accept photos of children, X, Y, and Z, because there fortunately is like small levels of protections for children online, like slightly beyond your own image protections because they can't consent mm. however 
a lot of people are still able to upload pictures of children and use disgusting prompts to produce oh, no. CP. So that is something I've also been seeing headlines about, headlines here, about AI-generated CP. Okay, do you want me to go? Oh, God. It's the Conspiracy Sierra episode. Uh, why don't you send us that tweet by Jordan Peterson into it? said wait it's something about finding child i was like wait did this man tweet it now? made it sound like he's looking that's what it yeah, made it sound no, like I, he, me and you know and hopefully those reading his tweet in follow along thread know that he he's not actually looking but it was supposed to be a joke yeah. but it's just like yo wait what jordan and he's like oh so the joke was in response to somebody is like and it's getting just impossible to find child a little smiley face it's like yo jordan Go back to being horny for Elon. We don't want this. I want the horny tweets. Yeah, no. So I haven't been paying attention to that, but there's been debate on whether it's been easier or harder to find the, the CP on Twitter because obviously, like, they use different hashtags to make that stuff happen. And distribute it, and I guess Elon has done some cleanup on some of the hashtags. Like, all that stuff is still there, but I think that those hashtags are not like searchable. I just find it very interesting timing with the whole Balenciaga photo shoot material. For those that are unaware, over the past few weeks. Balenciaga has been rightfully under fire for some very questionable photo shoot content that appears to most people to be promoting CP essay, child essay, and bringing to light this court case dealing with whether images of CP that are not actually real children count as CP punishable by the law. So this could be AI-generated images, or we find out that the person in the image is actually 18, though they are presenting as a child in the image. Very complex stuff there. But the timing with that coming out when we've actually reached a point where AI is able to produce those images is very uh, interesting stuff to think about. We need to revisit that and make sure that we keep that under lock because that's someone's face. It's, it's not really a conglomeration of faces that makes mm. up the, the image. It usually takes from like one image and imagine seeing your face in like computer generated cp like that's still going to be traumatizing that's still going to be scarring and the existence of those materials like while it's it's great to make sure that real children are not traumatized like i think anything feeding into those behaviors puts children at risk and we shouldn't want to move closer to a society where we normalize att attraction to children anyway um. I don't know. Can we end on that one? <laughs> <laughs> this might, might be a little heavy. We might be getting a little heavy. <laughs> Not like we haven't been heavy this no, entire yeah. time. but <laughs> As far as laws regarding all of it, it's... I don't know how you protect... Because in defense, it could be like, if it is AI-generated, but it is a conglomeration of faces of children, thus it's a fake child. Like, it... Do, do we consider that? Do we put that under the same basis as a real child? It's I think in that, ar in that argument, just trying to like search and create CP, like that is not art. There are some people who can take nude pictures of children and actually have it not be sexual and actually have it be art and not CP, even though that, that is like a debatable thing. And mm. I think that comes from the human eye and knowing how to present a subject in a non-sexual way this 
you know, is kind of the difference between like the male and the female gaze, especially when looking at like the female form. As an artist, like I went through a nude phase where I just took like lots of nude pictures of people. I've had my art featured in Nude Night Tampa. I've sold some pieces that are like lightly nude. And I think that you can see a difference between looking at nudes from a female gaze and a male gaze, whether you mm. are just appreciating the form or you are sexualizing the form. With the computer, you are going to get less of that nuance. It can't necessarily make that decision. And looking at the AI and what it's producing right now, a lot of it does lean, even in just normal pictures of adults, more sexualized. Again, this comes from the training and what we as a society teach it to value in images. To co-sign that, I have seen a lot of like lenses. Lenses is the app that people are using very commonly to make these avatars for for women or female characteristic people. The Lens app has made them look more sexual than they would have been if when the pictures they put in. Like we're still we're talking like light, like lace that maybe shows a nipple here and there. I've seen it. I was like, okay, like this is an AI creating this. It's not like their titty wasn't in out picture. in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, interesting. And like light nudity, not like full that you would see anything, but like some of it's blocked, but he's still implied. So like lewd pictures from it. I was like, hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. Lenza. So mm -hmm. I, it's. I don't know who where this AI is finding this stuff, but it's very, <laughs> very murky. We'll start seeing developments in the laws once people start Spider-Man and Elsifying the AI generated art again. Once people start doing lewd things with beloved Disney and Nintendo characters, I think the corporations are gonna step in and say. Yo, you can't use AI to make corn of Princess Peach to post on and sell on the internet. Like, I think that they're going to become very unhappy very quickly. Or even just for non-sexual fan art. If I want to create Super Mario the movie merch based on just what's out there on the internet right now from the ads, I could probably generate some pretty cool fan art. Do you think Nintendo's going to be happy with me selling pictures of Mario that look exactly like they came from the movie? I really don't think so. Or if I type in, I want, I mean, sorry, corn of <laughs> Julia Roberts, like just any celebrity. I mean, deep fakes have already been a thing, but I think that once they become more prevalent and more convincing and like literally anyone can go on their computer, I want to see Brad Pitt absolutely raw dogged by Mr. Clean. Like once we start seeing bananas, not Mr. And Clean. <laughs> <laughs> Once we start seeing absolutely banana stuff like Rule 34 with, again, beloved characters owned by corporations, that's when we'll start seeing legal protections. And in those conversations, we need to make sure to you oh, know, man. I, protect I can't regular get, people as well. Can't get Brad Pitt and Mr. Clean like out of, out of my visuals right now. <laughs> I kind of want to strong, strong man, bald Mr. Clean just walks in on exposed Brad Pitt in the shower. Oh, no. He said, oh, I have something to clean. I'm doing it right now, Keezus. I'm looking it up. Oh, can you even pull that Brad up? Brad Pitt careful. being raw dogged by Mr. Clean. Um, Do we want it in the style of Vincent Mango? Sure. Unless you weebs want it in My Hero Academia style. <laughs> in the style of hentai. Oh my oh god. Boy. <laughs> At least it's safer work. I'll say that. At least it is safer work. What is this? This is like a realistic dog down here. <laughs> I, I didn't know what it was. I was like, is that like a dog cat? Like, like... Okay, for those listening. It looks like two bald men giving each other like 
reach arounds on the couch in the style of Vincent Van Gogh. It is technically safe for work, but oh my gosh, I'm dizzy. Mr. Clean is in his underwear. That's crazy. At least the unless the other one's supposed to be Mr. Clean, but I really don't know. Viewers, if you are still watching this video, we love you. Leave a like. We are going to commission an artist to create their interpretation of Brad Pitt being raw dogged by Mr. Clean. And hopefully they have it finished before this video goes up. If you are still listening, you are beautiful, amazing. We hope you enjoyed. Sound off in the comments. Let us know your thoughts because this was a lot, a lot of deep thinking. And we like deep thinking. If you made it all the way in the end, put Mr. Clean in the comments. Yes, please comment Mr. Clean is my hero. Ending off the rails. <laughs> As always, we love you guys. I'm Sierra. I'm Keezus. Be sure to drop a follow, like, subscribe, hit the bell. And we will see you next time on Spicy Time. Bye. Bye. I'm just going to make porn for the rest of the day. Uh, what? I it's mean, still recording. <laughs> bye.